This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, February 22nd, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. Pollster John Zogby says there just aren't that many libertarians out there, and he's got some numbers to help him make his case. David Bowes, executive vice president of the Cato Institute and co-author of the Cato paper, The Libertarian Vote in the Age of Obama, responds. I'm glad to have a leading pollster talking about this, even if he's challenging our argument, because one of the things that we wanted to accomplish with our first study in 2006 and the subsequent updates that we've done to this work on the libertarian vote is to get people talking about, is there a libertarian vote? How big is it? Um, Is it something uh, political candidates and consultants ought to be interested in? So I'm glad to have Zogby uh, writing about it, adding some new data that we didn't already have. That's a good thing. The big problem with what I saw in his article is that he asks people to describe themselves ideologically, and he finds that only a very small number, 2%, say they're libertarian. Well, we know that. Um, What we've been arguing in the libertarian vote is that there are a lot more people who hold broadly libertarian views, which you could call fiscally conservative and socially liberal, or you could say, well, they're people who want the government out of their economic lives and they're not interested in social issues. There are different ways to describe it. But somehow, people who don't fall into the red team conservative box or the blue team liberal box and whose differences with those two boxes fall in a libertarian direction. He describes libertarians as a fraction of a larger conservative movement, uh, arguing essentially, I think, that libertarianism is of the right. Well, I guess I would say he didn't, he's not talking about philosophy, so we don't have to get into the question of whether libertarianism is a philosophy of the right. He is talking about libertarian voters, and he's saying libertarian voters mostly classify themselves as as to the right on a nine-point scale. Uh, They mostly vote Republican, and they say economic issues are most important to them. Much of that is probably true. Of his 2%, now as it turns out, when we look at our 14 or 15% that we say give libertarian answers to questions on uh, polls— We find that those people have typically voted about 70% Republican, but not always. They split very much three ways in 1992. About about half the typical Republican vote went over to Ross Perot. Um, And in 2004 and 2006, we found them shifting very much away from Bush and the Republicans. And then they came back in 2008, presumably in response to Obama. So you can make a case that the libertarian voters we've identified are fundamentally part of the broad Republican constituency, but more open to bolting the party than your typical conservative base is. We think there's something else going on there that, in fact, these people do hold different views on social issues, and that does cause them in some cases, not to want to vote Republican. The glue that seems to hold the Tea Party movement together is debt and spending. And I don't know what... Those seem to be ideas that conservatives and libertarians share, but from what I watched part of the Tea Party convention, there was an an emphasis on de-emphasizing a lot of social issues. Well, I think that's right. Um, 
I don't think anybody really knows what Tea Party activists think about social issues or foreign policy, and I'd love to see polling data on it. Um, What we do know is that absolutely the Tea Party movement is organized around spending, deficits, debt, big government, healthcare takeovers, and those are issues that libertarians have been talking about for a long time and issues that, as you say, conservatives talk about when they actually get in power. They don't do a very good job with them, uh, but at least in theory, conservative intellectuals would agree with libertarian intellectuals on a lot of those issues. Part of what may be happening is that there's a faction of people who care a lot about economic issues and just don't care very much about social issues. They're not motivated by those things. And that's one of the things the Zogby article indicated. It showed that both conservatives and liberals are much more likely to say that social issues are the most important thing to them than libertarians or moderates are. So people who call themselves libertarian or moderate both say economic issues are much more important to them than social issues are. So one breed of what we call the libertarian vote may just be people who care about big government and free markets and don't much care about social issues. Another part of that group is people who actually are socially tolerant. They are different from conservatives, but they may still think economic issues are the most important issues, especially in 2008 in the middle of a financial crisis. He doesn't indicate how many people were surveyed in his article. From the article Zogby did, I can't tell how many people were actually surveyed. If he surveyed 1,000 Americans, which is a typical poll, and 2% said they were libertarians, then he's trying to analyze 20 people. My guess is John Zogby's not trying to analyze 20 people, that he did have some bigger survey, but I don't know the answer. What does your data find uh, on how many libertarians, self-described and otherwise, there are in the United States? Well, we have a handy graph in our new paper, The Libertarian Vote in the Age of Obama, and it shows a wide variation. Zogby's basically right. If you ask people, are you liberal, conservative, moderate, or libertarian, you're going to get a very small number, 2 or 3%. On the other hand, if you ask people, as the Washington Post did, do you consider yourself libertarian or not, then you get 18%. So not having to choose to not be the other things, you get a larger number. When we ask people three questions about their political values, we get about 15% who give libertarian answers to all three questions. When Gallup asks people two questions that are supposed to uh, identify fiscal conservatives and social liberals, then they get about 20-23% who give libertarian answers on both sides. When we ask people, actually Zogby asked this question for us, When Zogby asked a panel on our behalf, would you describe yourself as fiscally conservative and socially liberal? 59% said yes. A majority of the American public liked that description. He then asked half the sample actually a different question. Would you describe yourself as fiscally conservative and socially liberal, also known as libertarian? And we knew that when you throw in this unfamiliar word, you're going to get a smaller number. But the number only went down to 44%. So when you describe libertarian as fiscally conservative and socially liberal, you can get 44% of the public to accept that term. So how many libertarians are there? Somewhere between the 2% who absolutely claim that term given all the other options, or 59% who given a description that puts them outside the conservative or libertarian liberal mainstream, uh, you get 59%. 
I would say the correct answer is there are 15 to 20 percent of voters who are generally libertarian on economic issues and also kind of libertarian on social issues. Is part of the problem here just the nature of polling? That is, most people don't uh, rigorously go through their thinking on various issues and start with first principles and and then allow their uh, ideas to form based on that, that people just don't think about it that much? Oh, that's absolutely right. One of the problems is most people don't spend their days obsessing about politics like I do. Um, so you, you call them on the phone just before dinner and you catch them and you want to ask them questions. They don't necessarily give considered answers. And maybe they give an answer that sounds good at the time. Are you fiscally conservative and socially liberal? Yeah, that sounds good. Pollsters find that if you give people a nice option for not answering at all, you get a much smaller number who give you an answer. If you say, or haven't you thought much about that? Then people are much more willing to say, no, I haven't thought much about it. And so you'll get a much smaller number of people even giving an answer at all. And that's one of the problems. But the biggest problem, I would say, in doing this kind of surveying is that we have not done an adequate job of getting the word libertarian out there in the national media. And therefore, it's an unfamiliar word. Most people are not going to claim it. We just need to do a better job of communicating if you have ideas like this, you're a libertarian. David Bose is executive vice president of the Cato Institute and co-author of the Cato paper, The Libertarian Vote in the Age of Obama. You can download it at cato.org.